Hello, my friends. Dennis Gebhardt here with Guru Nation. If you are a first-time listener to our program today, welcome to our tribe. And if you're a frequent listener, I'm really glad you're here. I think you're all going to enjoy the program today. So if you're ready, let's get started. You know, today I would like to address the subject of pH and its importance in the hair color process. I know everybody thinks they know about pH, but maybe I'll give you some new ideas today. First of all, let's define it. pH is a figure expressing the acidity or alkalinity of a solution on a logarithmic scale on which 7 is neutral. Lower values are more acid and higher values are more alkaline. When we say logarithmic, we mean that each movement along this scale is in multiples of 10. So it's 10 times 10 times 10. An example would be at the pH of 7, I have one Coca-Cola. At 8, I would have 10. And at 9, I would have 100. I can, you can see how much it gets stronger exponentially. Get the picture? This means that the difference of a solution at a pH of 7 versus a solution at a pH of 9 is not just moderate, it is actually huge. Now, I'm sure you're asking yourself, what does this have to do with hair color? So let's think about it. In hair color processes today, we are always using acids and alkalis. Therefore, it's important to understand how weak or strong our mix is because that will inevitably affect the quality of the hair we are applying it to. Let's begin with understanding a little bit about the hair. Many of you listening may have been taught in beauty school the pH of hair is 4.5 to 5.5. Do you remember this? Sadly, this has led our entire industry to believing that the hair actually has its own pH and nothing could be further from the truth. Ouch, I know that hurts, right? Did they lie to us? Well, they didn't lie to us. Basically what they did is they just framed the information in a way that helped everyone misunderstand instead of understanding the truth. So here's the truth. Hair has no pH. It simply takes on the pH of whatever environment it is exposed to. If I expose it to acidity, and it takes, then it takes on the acid pH. If I expose it to alkalinity, it takes on an alkaline pH. Now we all know the ideal pH environment that keeps hair in its most optimum state is 4.5 to 5.5, but this is how they should have framed that information. What saddens me is improper framing of information, misleading information, and simply making stuff up if you don't have the answer has been the very behaviors that have created so much confusion among salon professionals. So now that we know about the hair, let's break it all down so that there's no question about the importance of pH and how it plays a role in the hair color process. We know that science tells us that acid will cause a hair shaft to constrict or shrink. Too much acidity can be damaging or drying to the hair fiber. Science also tells us that alkaline will cause the hair shaft to swell and the cuticle layers to open. Too much alkalinity can be damaging and drying to the hair as well. So you can see how both extremes can have an effect on the hair. If what science says is correct, then we must assume that it's best to stay somewhere in the middle of these extremes. Now, the only way that I know how to do that 
is to position my products on the pH scale so I know where they live and when I mix them together, what exactly I am working with. So let's start with peroxide. Where does it live? Well, we know it's an acid. It has no specific pH. It's rather a range from 3.5 to 4.5. The higher the percentage or higher the volume, the lower the pH of the peroxide. So this means peroxide sets in a range that may constrict the cuticle. So what about permanent hair color? Today, most permanent hair colors have a pH somewhere between 9.3 and 10.5 based upon the type of color that you might be using. So this means that permanent hair color sets in a range that could swell the cuticle. So I have one ingredient that swells, one that could constrict. I know some of you are asking yourselves, what about demi-permanent products? Well, here's where the slope becomes a little slippery because the first demi-permanent colors back in the 80s set at a pH of 8.5 or lower. That was a requirement in order to create a color that would develop without creating unwanted tonal shift in your client's hair. Nowadays, of course, that brush and name have become very broad and with the adjustment in identification, it has skewed the true definition of this hair color type. And as a result, you now have manufacturers masquerading permanent hair color with low volume developer as a demi-permanent hair color, which in fact, it is not. In fact, I am sure many of you have already discovered that these faux products on finer, more fragile hair texture can create tonal shift the very thing that we are trying to avoid. And the very thing that true demi-colors were designed not to do. So let's now move on and talk about bleaching products. Where do you think they might live? Well, we know they're not acid. So, you know, they're, I, I consider them that they're pretty alkaline. Most bleaching products today range pH of 11.0 to 12.0. That's right, harsh. Two words that don't belong in the same sentence nowadays is bleach and gentle. But it just doesn't, they're not gentle. Here's what we know. Bleach is the most aggressive product we can use on the hair because when we bleach hair, we break down more disulfide bonds than with any other product. Even if you're using the new miracle additives that we depend upon so much nowadays. You know, years ago, bleaches ranged between 10.0 and 10.3. But because of the demand for faster lift and the desire of consumers and professionals to achieve extreme lightness on extremely dark hair, it put pressure on manufacturers to produce a stronger and stronger product. All right, so now that we have products positioned on the scale, what happens when you mix an acid with an alkali? Well, you get a chemical reaction at a slightly different pH. The combining of an acid and an alkali creates an exothermic chemical reaction manifesting itself in heat. Temperature is about 7 degrees Celsius or 41 degrees Fahrenheit. The environment that is created is alkaline and causes the peroxide to release oxygen into the mix. The more fixed alkalinity you have in your alkaline source, the more oxygen is released by the peroxide. It doesn't affect the alkaline portion dramatically as far as pH goes. So they're both setting at an alkaline pH, but releasing oxygen. 
That means when you mix 20 volume with a level 7, whose pH is 9.3, the mixture processes at a pH of 9.3. Not much change. This is why there's such a confusion when manufacturers that make special developers, they say will convert their permanent color into a demi-permanent. In order for an acid to be strong enough to actually convert the pH, the acid's pH would have to be lower than a pH of 2, which would be very caustic. And in addition, it would probably change the finished color because dienter medias are set to develop at specific pH. That means that possibly your red could turn out green or your blue could turn out gold. Hopefully this explains why lift is created not by peroxide alone, but the combination of peroxide with the proper lever of, level of alkalinity. One final thought on the pH scale, and that's about the pH of water. In many cases, the pH of water is considered to be seven or neutral. This, however, is not always the case nowadays. There are salons where the pH of their water is more alkaline. If that's the case in your salon, I recommend that you consider using distilled water to rinse your tools and mix with your treatments. I also recommend that you be sure to have acidifying solutions at your back bar to ensure properly bringing the hair back closer to a safe range of 4.5 to 5.5 during your post-color procedures. Remember that hair is a dead fibrous appendage of the body. It has no reaction to heat or cold. It reacts only to pH. If I want to reduce the swelling in the hair, I use an acid-based product. If I want to swell the hair, I use an alkaline-based product. Important note for those who believe that cold water closes the cuticle, here is what science tells us. The pH of boiling water is 6.5. The pH of freezing water is 7.5. That's right, cold water has a higher pH than warm water. This is something for you to ponder the next time someone tells you be sure to rinse her with cold water. Well, that's my spin on the pH scale and its importance today. I hope that you have found this information helpful. And if you've enjoyed this session, share it with your friends and follow us on Facebook at Guru Nation or on IG at Guru Nation One. I welcome feedback, comments, and ideas for future subjects. So reach out and contact me on Facebook Messenger or on Instagram. Don't forget that we are live streaming each week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. Eastern. I also invite you to visit our website at www.gurunation.net where you will find videos, online classes, and live in-salon programs. So until we connect again, until we connect again, my friends, I wish you amazing color results and continual success. From my heart to yours, as always, this is Captain Color signing off. Have an amazing day. This program was a production of Guru Nation, a brand neutral educational company for salon professionals.